0: Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and
1: health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn
0: more. Now back to our show. Hello and welcome to Fit News. I'm your host, Jen Shaver. If the past few years have found you behind a screen more, whether it is your computer or your phone, this episode of Fit News is just for you. Maybe you've been experiencing more headaches or just a decline in your health, but did you know that there could be a connection with your posture? In fact, proper posture is an important part of overall health and well-being. It helps to ensure that your spine and muscles are properly aligned which can help reduce pain and fatigue. Proper posture can also help to improve your mental health as well, as it can create a sense of confidence and self-assurance. Today's guest is a posture expert and is here to share with you some helpful posture tips. My guest today is Aisha Tahir. She is an exercise physiologist on a mission to help busy desk professionals live a better life through upright posture. She is the founder and operator of Tone and Strengthen, a virtual fitness solutions company. She has helped many desk-bound teams unlock the door to self-confidence, courage, and improved health by providing fitness coaching to correct their posture. Her new book, Unhunched, is about discovering wellness through posture and it will be out May of 2023. Thank you, Aisha, for taking the time to join us today. Um, We are looking forward to this. Let's, you know, in the intro, I talked about posture having an effect on our overall health. Why does posture matter? What is proper posture? How do we know if we have proper posture or
1: poor posture? Jen, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here and to be able to talk and communicate with your audience. Um, You asked, what is proper posture and why? Why posture, right? right? When I started writing the book, I asked myself the same question. But think about it, that the way our body is aligned is dictated by not only, you know, just our natural and inherent alignment of the head and the joints and the muscles, right? Right. There's a lot that goes into it. And our body is very adaptable, very moldable. So that's what creates a posture, which could lead to different diseases, having sleep apnea, breathing obstruction. We are talking about digestion, improper digestion or inefficient digestion. And then we start taking a look, you know, we go from inside out and we also take a look at the muscles and the joints and think about all these higher incidences of lower back pain. We know that 80% 80% of the desk-bound professionals in U.S. will have lower back pain at some point in their lives. So we are seeing it happen more and more in the teenagers and younger professionals because they always grew up with these, right? So, and how do we use them? So what happens is when our body is out of alignment, when our spine is out of alignment specifically, but then it follows with all the other joints, and then the muscle imbalances. You're not. It's not just affecting um, your joints. It's not just affecting the way you move your arm, or the way you reach up with your arm, or the way you walk, or the way you sit or stand. Think about it. It's also affecting our breathing, which is the, the which is life. We can do everything. Um, in our life, but without the breath, we are no more,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, without getting the oxygen to all of the cells and all the the place of the muscles, the oxygen that's needed for them to function correctly
1: exactly so we are obstructing our breathing and we know um uh, scientists have done a lot of research on this um with the hunch over posture the way we work on the computers which this is specific to desk mount professionals and people who work on computers for a long amount of time we know it decreases our breathing by 30 percent
0: that's a lot 30 percent is that's a large number and when you look at i would venture to say the number of people who are spending a lot more time because of the way things changed in the past two years, the number of individuals that are spending more time on their computers has probably
1: risen. It has, it has. And not only that, but with the uh, post pandemic shift of working from home, yes, it allows you flexibility. I'm not, um, you know, I'm aware of that. And I, I actually enjoy that flexibility now. But at the same time, all those ergonomic setups have been taken away from us. Right. And now we are working from home, sitting on our couches, really not paying attention to how we are sitting, working in the kitchen, uh, on the kitchen counter, punched over, literally wrapped over our um, keyboards and desktops and going back to the adaptability of our bodies our body is like a mold so when you are holding this certain position for a certain period of time that's the mold it just sets into you just we are not aware of it ourselves right right but slowly 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 We have these rounded shoulders that we see in our deskbound professionals. We have this forward head posture that we see in our deskbound professionals. And then we also see a lot of tightness in the hip flexors, which creates an anterior pelvic tilt. For those listeners who are not aware of what an anterior pelvic tilt is, it means that your pelvis gets shifted forward and you have a very pronounced arch in the back.
0: What are some side effects, though, for improper posture? We started to talk about, we said digestion, you know, low back pain. Yeah.
1: So it affects almost every system in our bodies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, when you are sitting that, when you're sitting, think of yourself sitting in a slumped position. What is happening in the middle section of your body where all the organs are uh, are located? Well, you're compressing them. Right. And especially if you eat a big lunch or, <laughs> or after a big breakfast, you sit and work. Right. Well, you're not going to be able to properly digest your food because you now you're compressing your stomach. Now, think of it like there are contents right. the, in the stomach that need to move in your body. And your, even your intestines are getting really crunched here. So. Um, so When that is happening, we know that our digestion isn't optimal. Mm -hmm. So I highly suggest after your meals, stand up. So invest in a standing desk or an attachment that can convert your desk into a standing desk. Okay. And after the meals, for sure, for 30 minutes to 40 minutes, stand up instead of sitting down. Right. Then also the lungs and our, especially our diaphragm. That's where the oxygen exchange occurs. Okay. That's what's getting compressed. And we're not able to... Um, so diaphragm is like an elastic organ. It's almost like a balloon. Think of a balloon, right? So mm-hmm. whenever you breathe in, you're trying to really inflate that balloon nice and big with the air. Okay. And then when we exhale, we're trying to deflate that. Okay. Now you're sitting down in a slump position, what's happening. The diaphragm is compressed, right? The balloon is almost like a knots at this point, And it's not going to be able to expand. Right. And let's take it is a step further now. These are the physical symptoms we see. We Most of us are very familiar with the lower back pain, the neck pain, the shoulder pain. I mean, I know you uh, treat um, and work with menopausal women mm-hmm, and we see right. the, the calcium um, levels go down in these women. Right. Right. Um, so with that, what's ha- going to happen is we are going to see a lot of osteoarthritis show up in the joints. But a lot of that is the movement patterns that we have already established and adopted in our bodies. Right. It's 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 the even the lack of the movement movement. And a lot of a lot of the movement patterns are dictated by our posture, our static and dynamic posture. Right. Right,
0: because we have those overused muscles, right? And those weak muscles.
1: Exactly. Yeah. There is a muscle yeah. imbalance, which mm-hmm. we have created. With this repetitive movement system that we create and we don't balance our muscles on a daily basis. Right. Yeah, so with the calcium um, uh, deficiency, then it starts getting really accelerated in those later years. Mm -hmm. And I see my um, clients coming in with um, a lot of rotator cuff issues and even like osteoarthritis of the shoulder where they're like, Oh. oh, we really can't lift our arms up anymore. Like I would give them shoulder exercises and they have, they have, really hard time doing an overhead press. Okay. Right. right. Um, so we have to be which, careful, which becomes
0: dangerous if you, yes. can, if you don't have full range of motion, because you're putting yourself at risk if you fall. Right. Exactly.
1: That's exactly. Hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So those are some of the very familiar, um, things that we know happen or right. uh, that happen because of the posture. Mm-hmm. So there is a direct connection between all these joint pains and uh, range of motion dysfunctions um, and even osteoarthritis and arthritis with our posture. Right. Then let's go a little beyond it. OK. And beyond that, we have our mental health. Right. And emotional health. Yeah. And posture even dictates that. Because when we sit in a slumped position or even stand in a hunched over position, we are increasing uh, the, uh, we have hormones releasing in our blood all the time, Mm -hmm. right? So the cortisol levels go higher when we have this defeated rounded shoulder posture. Wow. Now add to that the stress of work that we know that we have. Right. It might be a short term project, but our brains and bodies are primal. They're still programmed to know, to decipher, OK, there's danger out there. Well, you have to get this project done by Friday or, or, else? You, might, or you might not have a job. Right. right. I need to feed my kids somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and there are bills. Right. <laughs> For right? sure. Yeah. so in the back of your head all of this system is going on right and what is it telling our brain and our body it's telling us let's get into that fight or flight mode mm-hmm. you are in danger yeah right and we know as modern humans we know there's no tiger chasing us yes. <laughs> right but our brain is like well there's a tiger chasing us yes. Now, let's get into that mode. Right. So, so there's a lot, there's a huge physiologic response to that fight or flight mode where we sense the danger. Mm-hmm. And so there are a few things that happen. Our breathing becomes faster. Okay. And now this is combined with the decreased oxygen exchange that we talked about.
0: Right. Right. right? Cause we're, we're not doing deep breathing. We're, we're
1: shallow. Exactly. Breathing. So now it becomes even yeah. shallower. Yeah. Because now it just stops right here because now it's faster too. Mm-hmm. The heart rate goes up unnecessarily. This is not the heart rate by through a cardio exercise. <laughs> this is this right. is because we are really freaking out, right? <laughs> right. And then the cortisol levels go up high. So all of this physiologic response leads to our stress hormone going high in our bloodstream, getting Mm -hmm. high in bloodstream, raising in our bloodstream. So -hmm. when that rises up, that leads to stress. That leads to depression, we know. Mm -hmm. And if we don't come out of it and we know that we have one project after another, it's not right. like our work doesn't necessarily <laughs> stop. When we don't break this stress cycle, mm-hmm. we go under this chronic stress response where our bodies are like in that mode where you know it's just the cortisol levels are staying high. Right, inflammation um, is high. Inf- exactly that, right. which drives the inflammation up. Right, right. right. When all of that is happening. Well, our muscles tense. That's another physiological response because of cortisol levels going high, because of our breathing rate becoming higher, because of our heart rate rising up. Right. And that's going to lead to burnout. Why are we seeing such huge amount, numbers of burnout in the workplace right now? Right. And and the higher incidence of depression too. Right. It's, it's no coincidence. It is because of the, the occupational lifestyle we have. Right. And there's no framework to preserve our physical and mental health mm-hmm. while incorporating this technology into our lives. Right. Right. Because when you look at it, all of this
0: is fairly new. Right. Right. Within the last, you know, what, 40 years or so. So this is all new territory, you know, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Jen, you have a great point there. And I do dig into the history of posture, like Mm -hmm. how we as human beings, we evolved from a common ancestor with the chimpanzees and became upright. Right. And having this uprightedness, having this unhunched posture actually helped us survive. It helped us survive the predators, the dangerous predators. We could find food in the savannas. We could right. run long distances because of this upright posture. Right. Um, and you're right. Over the last 70 years, Since the industrial revolution, we have slowly, slowly, slowly become immobilized. We have slowly started embracing this technology, but think about it in evolutionary terms, that's blink of an eye. We know the very first human existed like 2.5 million years ago. So those human beings were continuously mobile hunting right. for food gathering food taking care of babies um there the was so much more movement move- right i mean exactly. just
0: in a daily i would say even in the last 50 years there was there was a lot more movement we rely more on our cars to go places now than we do our own two legs i
1: know
0: i know and then if we're working from home we're moving even less yeah i mean at least if you're at the office you get up a couple times to go to your you know the boss's office or your co-worker's office or to the break room or to you know at home where do you go the kitchen didn't come back right or the bathroom and come back
1: you you're so right and and I'm all for hybrid and um, remote right.
0: work oh for sure
1: uh, yeah. I just feel like we still need a better framework
0: and that's it that, that's it right
1: where we are also taking the ownership of our health while also taking care of work and not, and we're not logged in 24 seven. Right. We are able to break that stress cycle. And I think for that, it's not only the employee's responsibility, it's also the employer's responsibility. Right. That the expectations are established on both levels, that their boundaries established.
0: Right, right. Right. But I think you I think that's just it. It's creating that framework because since this is new territory, what does that, you know, what does that look like? You know, how, how do we navigate this? Because this is new, right? It is.
1: It is. It is. But that's why
0: new. Unhunched was created, correct? Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that is why. And
0: this is Unhunched. where Unhunched comes in. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And you even think about that, take it a step further. Look at our kids today. Yeah. I have a fifth grader and sixth grader at home. They come home and they run to the basements. And I remember myself growing up, I would go out, no matter how cold it is, I would go outside and play in the cul-de-sac and we'll have like a pickup game (laughs) of hide and seek and you'll go kick kick the the (laughs) can. (laughs) Exactly. And I see my kids and they're losing it because now we have, you know, even technology for them where they're on Discord all the time and their social life revolves around the PS5 and the Xbox. So, (laughs) So that's why we are seeing these even anatomical changes in teenagers today. Right where there are bony structures growing at the bottom of our cervical spine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because, because we have our head like this. Mm -hmm. So a lot of scientists are trying to predict and evolutionary changes happen on a very, very, very minute scale and throughout the generations. So of course, we, we probably won't be able to see it in our lifetimes. But it, the evolutionary scientists are already depicting, predicting mm-hmm. that if we don't take control of this, we might see the you know, future humans look somewhat like, more like our predecessors again. Wow. Because there are certain parts of our body, again, certain muscle groups that we are really overusing and they're becoming very active. And then the back of our bodies or the uh, posterior chain of our body Mm -hmm. is becoming really weak. Right. And we know that these things can be passed down. Right. That we are bound to move. Yes. Movement is so important to our bodies. Right. Right. And it doesn't have to be
0: crazy movement. It's just any type of movement. Yeah. If you are currently not getting any, any type of movement. Yeah. Would be the place to start.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I believe I saw a movement snack coming from you. You're uh, strong oh, for, for yes. bodies, right? Yes. Um, and that's perfect because I I, I say the same thing. Get up from the desk, like you know, set a timer for thirty minutes. Get up yes. from the desk. Maybe just walk around your home for five minutes. Right. You go upstairs, you know, mm-hmm. check your laundry for five minutes. But but move around. Yes. Right. Whatever that movement looks like, maybe it is a thirty-minute class with Jen, <laughs> which is perfect. I mean, if you can, if you can get that in, that's perfect. But then also remember that thirty to forty-five minute class is not a cure for it all and then you go and sit for the next 15 hours right that is not going to take you there we have to have those small movement snacks throughout the day right and uh, somebody asked me what is the best movement snack if somebody had 15 minutes uh, during the day Mm -hmm. uh, today and I told them it would be to walk around because when we move we are We are breathing better, we know. So now we are providing oxygen to our muscles and our spine. And we are decompressing a lot of the muscles that become tight when we are sitting or standing and, you know, typing. Right. So I say walking or any type of movement which replicates walking around or, you know, moving around your yoga mat in different directions and different planes of motion is what you want to do in those 15 minutes. Right. Because that counteracts, that nourishes our spine, right. joints, and our muscles.
0: Right, right. And I think, you know, I think it's so important, as you said, that just because, you know, maybe you get up at five to get in your workout. But if the rest of your day is spent at your desk, it, it you know, it doesn't really balance out like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, there is you know. a... Um, there's a human movement specialist. Her name is uh Kate Bowman. Okay. And she has done extensive work on that particular aspect, even on yeah. athletes. Okay. Um, so we see athletes today, again, leading some leading sedentary lifestyle. Mm-hmm. These are recreational athletes, of course. Right. Uh, you have a desk job and you are a triathlete or you're a runner or you're a swimmer or cyclist, right? right. Now you think, okay, you got your one hour run in, right? Right. And that's going to undo everything. That's not, she calls them active sedentary individuals.
0: Interesting. Okay. So there's a
1: new category of right. individuals who go and work out super hard right. into in, in, the gym in the morning for an hour. But then the rest of the day, they're just, you know, glued on the chair, or or maybe you know they just hop into the car and go home or whatever that looks right. like right right and then they come home well and sit some more <laughs> and, and sit some more yeah because now we have to catch up on our Netflix shows <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah there is a lot of research going on there and if that's right that one hour workout is not. The cure for it all. Right. And in in no way do I mean that stop doing that. Right. And in no way
0: do we mean that you need more than that either, because more is not better. But what you're advocating is for movement throughout the day, whether that means parking your car a little further away when you go to the store or, you know, getting in some extra steps, you know, maybe in your house, as you said, you know, whatever that is, it's, it's not adding additional exercise minutes. To your day, it's adding additional movement to your day, and there's a huge difference between those two.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And there are certain moves that you can do. So we know that there's there are a lot of Zoom calls now Mm -hmm. happening, right? And we also saw the Zoom fatigue set in for people. So I, in my book, I have a lot of stretching exercises you can do while you're sitting on chair. Oh wow! And do and you know just do them while you're taking that zoom call Mm -hmm. you're still moving you're still stretching those overactive muscles and and better yet if you can do some of them standing but there are many ways we can incorporate movement during the day Mm -hmm. um and the ideal limit at at this point in time is like every 30 minutes Mm, you change your body position right and you incorporate some kind of movement as much as you can. Um, Ideally, it should be five to 10 minutes every 30 minutes, but I understand everybody cannot get 10 minutes every time. Right. So whatever that looks like, maybe it's just a two minute stretch that you could squeeze in, but squeeze in some kind of movement. Because when you move, the blood starts pumping through our body, flowing better through our bodies, and it nourishes our muscles and That's how our posture can get better.
0: Right, right. And you know, and I think some people went, well, what's two minutes? But if you were to do two minutes six times throughout your day, it adds up, which is a lot more than zero minutes. If you decide, well, it's not really, you know, what's two minutes? That's not going to do me any good. It, It adds up. And so it's that little stuff that gives you big results for your better posture, which, as you said, the better posture, better overall health. Great. Anything else uh, that we should know about Unhunched and it coming out this May?
1: Yeah, Unhunched is coming out May 2023. Uh, Right now it is in the pre-order phase, um, which is going to end this weekend. But I'm going to give you the link so that we can put it in the show notes um, and on the Facebook wonderful so that if is interested in reserving a signed copy of the book this is your chance to do it okay otherwise the chance will be like two weeks before the book gets published okay if if, um if you want to get your hands on the book you can do them do that right now till this at the end of this weekend december 19th
0: okay um
1: and then after that it goes on to the launch uh, and publishing phase. So, and also I am a wellness consultant for Mm -hmm. organizations and companies. So I am also offering a lot of workshops which are out there on the pre-order list. So they are at a very, very discounted rate at this time. You get five to 10 copies of the book. along with my workshop which can be live on zoom or whichever medium you use okay or if you're in greater philadelphia area it could be in person i would come to your workplace (laughs) and offer it
0: that sounds great that's exciting i'm so excited to read this one when it comes out in may
1: yeah thank you thank you i'm excited and you'll be getting a copy (laughs) (laughs) well
0: thank you We appreciate you taking the time today to share all of this because you really shared a lot of great information with us. And I can't thank you enough.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure and I'm glad that we could uh, do this.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.